you know, what what do you think people need who who might be struggling to come out? What do you think they need from other people to make that situation or that uh, you know that conversation or communication a lot easier for them? Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm wondering if sometimes it's not the sexuality that that, that maybe off putting for them. She accepted it. I I only told my dad I think five years later because I was scared of telling my dad. My dad knew all the time. My mom told him. And he just told me, you are my son, you've always been my son, and I love you. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 7, season 3 of Life, the Mind, and Other Shit. I'm your host today, Paul Smith, and I'm joined by two of our amazing coaches. One brand new coach who has just joined us recently, Adrian DeWall and Daniel Hinmarch, who you know from previous podcast episodes. It's really great to have you both on today's session. It's nice to be back on the session again. Uh, as you said, I'm Daniel, and most people do know me, and I'm just looking forward to an amazing podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm Adrian. Um, my first podcast ever. So I'm looking forward to this and looking forward to the discussion. Now, really looking forward to having you both on today. And it's a really, really, I think, super, super important topic. And I'm really looking forward to, to what comes from the conversation today. So today's topic is how can we find the courage to come out? But before we jump into that, I want to ask you both a random question just to get the flow of the conversation going. And that is, how old were both of you when you first came out? So I was uh, 14 when I first came out. Um, it was a relatively, relatively straightforward thing for me personally. Um, I don't think I was so much bothered about any repercussions. I just knew who I was and, and I knew that I didn't want to live a life living a lie. I was 15 when I came out. Uh, lot like Dan, I didn't really think of the repercussions. Um, we lived in a small crew town at that stage um, with a very small community and not always very open-minded to something that's different and I remember a friend of mine knew beforehand um, and I got hold of a book um, that was it's actually a funny story the book was posted to her PO box because my mom would have asked questions and her mom immediately wants to know that why is Audrey getting posted? yeah and she just said it's a competition and I read the book and I decided, well, I'm telling my mom. And it, it was fairly easy for me as well. And everyone just accepted me with, with open arms. Now that's, that's really great to hear from both of you. Um, similar ages there, 14, 15, um, not thinking about the repercussions and really finding your authentic self and who you are at, at such a young age. It's really, really powerful. So the question I have is, you know, I feel I've had a lot of conversations, especially in my coaching world, um, with people who struggle with this. 
What do you think it is that causes people to have that fear or to really struggle with coming out? I think really, um, you know, I've, I've put a lot of thought into this um, because it's something that I really want to help people with. And I think as a, as a gay male, most of us, we, we see representation on telly of, of male and female uh, when we read in children's stories it's always male and female so I think our brains conditioned to think that the right way to be is, is a male and female so I think we try to live a lie um, tell ourselves that we're not you know we're not gay we don't need to come out I know especially when I was about 12, 13, I did have girlfriends um, to try and convince myself that it was just a phase, as my family put it. Um, I think it takes time to unravel all of that um, and unravel who we thought we would become um, to learn who, who we actually are. Yes, I think it's it's like Dan said, it's stereotyped a lot. Um, a lot of people believe that you have to fit into this particular box. And I've come in, since I've come out, I've come across so many people in, in the gay community who come to me and they say, but they can't come out. It's, it's impossible for them. And I've got a very good friend who even four years on, is still struggling to tell his, his family. He's told his friends, but at this stage, he's still battling to tell his mom and his dad because he, the fear of rejection. And there isn't, or there wasn't at, at that stage when I came out, there wasn't that much um, to read up about it. Um, there were a few roles on, 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 like Daniel said, on the TV, but um, not very much um, that you could relate to or that you knew what, what was or what was supposed to be. And I remember when I told my mom, I told her, I, I think I'm gay because I didn't really know what she was going to say. And she accepted it. I, I only told my dad, I think, five years later because I was scared of telling my dad. And my dad knew all the time. My mom told him. And he just told me, you are my son. You've always been my son and I love you. That's really, really great to hear. And, um, you know, I, I, I agree with you. I can see that uh, how our brains have been conditioned and how a lot of things are stereotyped in society and, and media, um, especially more so these days as well. But I think as a as a society, we're becoming more open-minded, which is a good thing. Um, but I just want to ask, so it was quite easy for you at the beginning um, to, to come out, but have you had any challenges throughout your life because of this? I think I've had quite a few. Um, I know my family and some of my friends were like really supportive. Um, but there was those who who saw the thought the normal was to, to, to make fun of somebody different. Um, 
and you know they used to make fun every day they used to make life pretty difficult um but i was just i was determined not to let that bother me not to let that ruin my life um because i knew that was just a phase that was a school phase that i wouldn't have once i'd finished school i wouldn't have to see them again um and it turns out half of the ones that were making the fun um are now in same-sex relationships Yes, I, I, I can agree. Um, I've got extended family that they talk to me, but we don't bring the subject up. Um, my close and immediate family, they accept it. They, they, when I've got partners, they embrace the partners. I remember, um, I think it was my first or second boyfriend that I brought home. My dad said, I can still remember the weekend when we left um, on Sunday. My dad said um, to my boyfriend, son, you come back anytime. And driving on our way back home, I got a tear in my in my eye because I knew um, my dad is in his 70s. And for generation like that, it's more difficult to understand it. And I actually came out twice because about a year and a half after I came out, I went to hostel and I decided, but just to make things easier for me as I'm in a new school and in a hostel now, I'm going to not be openly gay. I'm not going to hide it, but I'm not going to be openly gay. And some of the children did find out and I was teased quite a lot. But I just made that conscious decision to rather not be open about it. And after school, I came out again. And years later, I spoke to a friend of mine that was in that school with me. And he said, but Adrian, if you were open back then that you were gay, we would have actually understood you so much better. And that, that was something hard for me to understand at that time, but later on, I understood stood it just better. So a few challenges, and Dan, just going back to what you were saying, it was quite interesting to, to hear that uh, those that were making it difficult for you in school eventually ended up in same-sex relationships. Maybe, you know, the when we talk about things in a spiritual world, that everything is a reflection of ourselves. It is really, really interesting that the majority of them did. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was quite interesting to learn later in life that they, they, have, they are in same-sex relationships now. And I've, had, I've actually had two of them apologise. Um, going back maybe 10, 15 years ago, they sent messages to apologize that was, was really nice that's good and, and adrian going back to what you were saying as well sorry go ahead sorry if i can just add something there by what dan said i had a, a very good friend in school um who in, in in the the new school just after school he came to me one day and he said but we can't be friends anymore because i'm gay and because 
He's a very attractive guy and I'll be hitting on him. So the friendship ended and about two years later, uh, two years ago, I got the message that he just came out of the closet being gay. And I went to him for, to go and visit him one day. He invited me to come and visit. And um, not that I was looking for apology, but um, just went on about um, how freeing it is to be gay and how, how he's always known that he's gay. And I just thought to myself, but why did you say these things to me that you said back then? And I've also seen quite a lot of people who in school were the bullies and now they are also in same-sex relationships. Yeah, it's really interesting when you reflect on that and you look back and to how things start to shape out and behaviours change and uh, people then find who they truly are. But I just want to go back to what you were saying earlier, Adrian. You know, you, you said when you went to that hostel in the, the second school that you weren't so open about it. Um, uh, but you, so you weren't going to be open about it, but you didn't hide it neither. So the question I have for both of you is: uh, in in today, so in your current life right now, is there anyone that you do still hide this from? Yes and no. Um... Like I said earlier, there's, there's some family members that don't speak about it. Um, in, in that sense, I, I, I don't really hide it, but I don't, don't say it to them. Uh, but for the, for the most part, um, a friend of mine, friend and I reconnected yesterday after about three years. And he said something that, that, I never knew I did, and he said that he is very, um, what was the words he used? He said that it was always so gracious to him how open and honest I am about my sexuality. And a few weeks ago, I was speaking to a friend that I've also known for quite a few years, and the, the topic came up, and she looks at me, and she said, but you're not gay. I'm like, Marissa, I've been gay for, for as long as I can remember. So there's there's people that know and there's people that doesn't know, but I don't, I don't try and hide it, but I won't introduce myself and say, listen, I'm gay. I had a friend at one stage and I really didn't appreciate it. He always would introduce me to his friend and say, oh, this is my friend Adrian, he's gay. Um, I didn't really like that, but I, I just accepted it at that stage. Dan, what about you? I think actually I'm just remembering um, a friend who I used to sit with in the club. Uh, he's passed away now, uh, so now I sit with his wife. Um, and he was in his late 70s, early 80s, and he really didn't think it was right um, to have a same-sex relationship. Um, he thought it was a sin. Uh, he really wouldn't talk to people um, who were gay or who were in the same-sex relationship. Yet, he used to get on with me really, really well. 
And although, like, we never really talked about sexuality or anything like that, he was quite comfortable around me, where if it had been anybody else, he probably wouldn't have been as comfortable with their sexuality. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if sometimes it's not the sexuality that, that, that may be off-putting for them. Um, because as you say, he could he could talk to me, you know, all night in the club. But yet, if if another uh, gay person was to walk in, he, he would turn his head away and he wouldn't even acknowledge them. Yeah, and, and just on that, Dan, you raise a really good point that you know it's it, it might not be the sexuality that actually is the the root cause of why people behave in that way. Maybe these people just don't like change or something that's different to the norm. And do we think that the more that people are likely to be able to cope with change, manage change, and the more overminded, well, obviously, overminded is is a big part of it. But do we think the more we are able to adapt to change, the more that these people aren't so bothered or or will behave in a negative way towards that. I think maybe that's part of the truth. I think there's many sort of different factors as to, you know, why people can't accept somebody coming out. Um, so I, I know some some people who who the parents have disowned them because they've come out. Um, and I think had I learned about that more at an early age i would have been less likely to come out to my parents but i think because at the time when i was younger you know the internet was only just starting there wasn't a lot of information so i just thought it was okay to come out and luckily i had very supportive parents but i think had i known that you know there was a possibility that i would be disowned for it I think it would have been a lot more difficult to come out, as Adrian said, with that fear of being rejected. For me, always, I was, why I didn't tell my dad in the beginning is my dad is quite, quite strict. Um, and I always feared my dad kicking me out of the house. Um, I remember telling my friends and my mom that dad will kick me out of the house. And so the day that I finally plucked up the courage to tell him, um, I can remember I wrote a letter to him. And my first, my eldest sister was pregnant with her firstborn and he was busy working on uh, the crib. And I went to my dad and I had a letter in front of me and I started reading sorry, and he said, I don't, what's this about? And I'm like, Dad, I've, I've got something to tell you, something important. And he's like, if it is because you're gay, I already know. I'm like, how do you know? It's like your mom told me when you were 15. And a lot of people struggle with, with that um, <clears throat> to come out because of their parents being very other strict Christians or like in our community um, being very um, in Afrikaans, you'll say Bura Gemeenskap, 
basically like like the farmers and they are very old school and they don't always accept it and i'll just always tell them that you won't know until you try it but like daniel said when i came out i didn't really think of being disowned i just thought i can tell my mom i can tell everyone else but i can never tell my dad um that was the main thing for me and at the end when i talked to my dad and he knew then or i knew that he knew i felt so much better about it so well, on that adrian i think you know you got me thinking down a different so different path uh for the this the topic of discussion here and it's you know what what do you think people need who who might be struggling to come out what do you think they need from other people to make that situation or that uh you know that conversation or communication a lot easier for them that's that's a question for both of you there i think they need support um i definitely think that the, they need a, a a plan b i hate saying it but they need a plan b just in case um because i don't think anyone should be disowned and uh, for who they choose to love but i definitely think they need a you know someone that can support them can be there for them whether things go right or whether things don't go so well um and they need a plan b just in case the the parents really can't accept it and they've got to find somewhere else to go i i agree with um dan on a lot of those things um you need a plan b you need to know where you're going um something that i've seen over the last couple of years is and i and i don't know if, if dan agrees with this is that you get a lot of guys well actually kids coming out at 12 13 14 and i'm always worried about that not because i'm judging them i'm, I'm glad that they're finding the courage even in this day and age to make that huge step but i'm always scared of at that age where are you going to go if your parents decide you uh, where are you going to go if um, basically shit it's the fan? Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? And I heard once, um, I think a counselor uh, told me this was sort of in the movie. I can't exactly remember. And I don't know what, what Dan's takes on this that the most difficult thing that any gay person can ever do is to come out. And that's I, I believe that to be true but um that's that's my take on it i think as well what um another funny story is my cousin he's only five year old and when he was three you know he was into everything he was curious about things and he he knew that i was sort of with glenn he didn't know that we were in love um, and he was asking questions about Glenn and, I, you know, his mum sat him down and he said, look, he's, 
they, they love each other just like mommy and daddy love each other and and his response was brilliant he was like oh that's fine can i have an ice cream now he, he really honestly wasn't wasn't phased by it and i think if kids learn from a young age that love is okay it doesn't matter whether you're the same sex couple or opposite sex couple i think it'll help in in later life with with people coming out i think kids will be more accepting as they grow up what i agree with with there is basically love is love and um what i want to get just back to what what paul asked is um i believe that love must be unconditional and that's also what my mom told me uh when i came out and i sometimes sit and wonder my my three sisters have seven children uh, between them and they've never seen me with really with a partner i've been single now for in january it will be 12 years so when they were small i had partners but they were the the eldest one was i think at that stage two or three years old and i always wonder but what will happen if wonder i have my partner sitting next to me what what will i tell them but it's like daniel says if they are just educated right from a young age um to teach love and not hate then the world will be a much easier place Yeah, I think education plays a huge part. But what I think it also illustrates as well is, you know, the innocence and the um, unconditioned um, kind of mindset of a child at that age, you know, and it's when we're free, we're innocent, we're open to learning, we don't have that judgment, we haven't had that condition from our parents. Um, so it's, it's education, but for me, I feel like it's also just keeping that, that open mind and that you know, when, when we grow up through those ages, we adopt everything our parents tell us, this is right, this is wrong, and we, we take that on board. So it's, you know, I think the education part really needs to come to the parents as well and how they educate their children, not just the children themselves. I can totally agree with that. Um, you know, it's all about making sure that, that you know, the kids from the parents understand that love is love and there's many different forms of it. What what I always believe is just because it doesn't fit into your box doesn't mean that it's right or wrong. And just like Daniel said and, and you as well, Paul, that we must teach from from a young age that love is love and to um, make love and not war. And I think that's in this day and age what a lot of people are still getting wrong. Um, and instead of trying to manipulate people into believing what you believe is right, um, I've got a very good friend who, luckily for the last three months, we haven't spoken about it, but he is a Christian, but extremely firm in his beliefs. And 
in the beginning, once a week, he would take me on about, Adrian, how wrong is this? And the Bible says this, and the Bible says you're going to burn. And at one day, one stage, I just talked to him and I said, but listen, yeah, my beliefs, my beliefs and your beliefs is yours. And there's a lot of stuff that you believe that I think is wrong, but I'm not going to push you on about it. And I'd like the same respect towards me and my beliefs. I really love that, Adrian, and I think that's such an important point, not just with today's topic, but with anything that we believe in, um, is not to force our opinions, our thoughts and beliefs on others, and to begin to accept everybody for the way they are, what they believe in. And Like you mentioned, I really love that analogy, just because it doesn't fit in your box doesn't mean it's not right or wrong. So thank you for that. But just to, to bring the discussion to a bit of a close, I'd like to hear your one piece of advice or your tip or your guidance to anybody out there who might be struggling to come out what would be your one piece of, of wisdom to share with the audience today uh, i mean for me it is just to find that support network um because we're better within a support network and i know there's loads of great charities around the world that help with coming to terms with sexuality and coming out it, it's almost like daniel took the, the, the words out of my mouth um find your support network find come first come out to a select group of friends or family that you know that you can trust and work from there and in this day and age, there's a lot of reading material. There's a lot of support groups. And make sure that you are well informed because, but I believe if you come out to your parents, they are always going to have a million and one questions. Um, and they, like my parents, they wanted facts. And if you don't, don't have that, you're still fine, but it's just better to just be able to tell them but. Yes, this is true. No, this this isn't true. It's a it's a false truth. Thank you both for those final messages. And I'd just like to give a, a, a little tip um, from my perspective to anybody who's listened to this who who isn't gay and is a straight guy or girl um, is that if you have any problems with anybody who is homosexual then that problem lies with you and you need to look and do that inner work to why that makes you feel uncomfortable or why you don't approve or accept the how other people are. So that's my one tip for anybody who's tuned in who is uh, straight and listening to this. So I just wanna say a huge thank you to Dan and Adrian for sharing this today, sharing your experiences, your personal experiences and everything else it's been really great and fantastic to, to have this discussion with you both. If you're tuned in and you do want to share your personal experience, your tips and your guidance, then you can drop us an email at thehub at coachingminds.co.uk. That's thehub at coachingminds.co.uk. We'd love to hear your thoughts, your wisdom and your experiences on this topic so we can really help break um, the stigma that still, still lies here. So please share your thoughts. 
Um, and again, Dan, Adrian, thank you so much. And I uh, look forward to having you both on future podcasts.